So welcome everyone to Burgess Power Hour. It is an exciting time in the world uh, for a lot of us and uh, we're re-emerging from our isolation. And I thought today we'd talk about trusting our intuition and what is intuition. And uh, I just want to say that first of all, if you signed up for this you've got the recording those of you who aren't here tonight you can go back and listen to this clearly you'll get the recording and those who are here yay get something to write with get some pen and paper or some note taking of some sort perhaps so that you can uh, do a little bit of experiential uh, things with me because those of you who know me and have done essence of being and anything else that I've done I love experiential stuff and uh, tonight we're having, uh, Malcolm is joining us tonight, who is one of our Essence of Being coaches, and he is going to be playing with us as well, and I'm glad he's here. Hi, Malcolm. Hi, Baraj. Glad to be here. <laughs> glad you're here, love. So, yes, Malcolm um, is one of our conscious leaders in the community around the world, and um, he's going to be supporting us throughout the evening as well, and for the rest of our days together, I guess, for any of you. So those of you who have seen before, welcome back. Those of you who are new, hello, welcome. And um, let's go ahead and just dive right in. Trust in your intuition. And again, we'll do a little bit of experience here and I'll give you tools at the end or throughout, but at the end, I'll summarize some tools that I wanna give all of us on how to trust our intuition a little more. Again, now that we're coming out of that isolation stage for some of us, uh, we may get kind of confused sometimes about energy. Would you agree about kind of like having to integrate back into people? <laughs> there's people here. And, you know, there's a lot of energy when it comes to that. So uh, let's just start out with saying, what is intuition? Does anybody want to shout out? What do you think intuition is? <clears throat> intuition. A gut feeling. A gut feeling. The yeah. inner voice. The inner voice. <clears throat> Knowing without facts. Knowing without facts. That's a good one. Yeah, that's great. I guess you guys all know what it is, so I guess we're done. So, you know, <laughs> good job. Good night. Now, I mean, it's, yeah, what is, it could be a lot of things, but to start, I'd, I'd like to define it in several different ways. And I think you guys all hit it right on. One way that people or the Webster Dictionary or some people call intuition is it's a feeling, it's a sense or a hunch that something is either right or wrong without necessarily having any logical or rational explanation. So it's, it's an instinctive understanding that comes from within without any external influence. Some people describe it as a gut feeling. Hello, we said that, right? Or a sixth sense. While intuition is often associated, it's associated with creativity a lot of times and spirituality, it's actually, it's a natural part of the human experience. And it can be a valuable asset in decision making. Okay. However, uh, I'd like to add a little bit to that about what does that mean? What is into it? You know, intuition, going into it. What is it? It can mean source or god or universe or inner voice or guides or great spirit or spirit or something that connection maybe higher self all of that sounds really good to me so what the webster dictionary says it's uh is the ability to understand something immediately without conscious reasoning <laughs> without mm -hmm. needing conscious reasoning so how about that? So let me say it again. It's your ability to understand something immediately without needing any conscious reality or reasoning. So there you go. And welcome all of the others who have joined us. I'm glad to see your faces or your names, at least. I'm glad you're here. So basically, you're, basically you're not engaging that left side of the brain. The part of you, it's, it's that prefrontal cortex of the brain that that's the part I'm talking about. You don't have to engage that part. 
So I'm going to talk a lot about trust. Why I call this experience tonight trusting your intuition because we're going to go into trust because basically it's trusting yourself, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And trusting whatever you feel. So when we say trusting your intuition, you know, you've heard that before. You want you want to intuit something. So I've been doing this work for 47 years, you guys, and all around the world, um, you know, it's, it's how do you trust yourself? How do you know it's real? How do you know what's fear? How do you know if it's you're talking yourself in or out of something? So I'm not going to give you, I'm going to give you things that have worked for me and worked for thousands of people around the world, but you decide what works for you. Okay. I'm not here to try to convince you on how to think about yourself, but how many of you think you follow your intuition? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Or do you talk yourself out of it? Yeah. <laughs> right. So follow your intuition or talking yourself out of it. That's the question. That's the trust part. So if you look at it, trusting can mean a firm belief and right re reliability. So if you have a firm belief in the reliability, meaning that, okay, it's going to work. It's going to work. I trust it. So thinking about trust and from that perspective, you decide, am I going to trust? So sometimes we try to talk ourselves out of something. And my question is, how do you know if it's intuition or if it's fear? Have you ever asked yourself that? Yes. No, Bob's like, no, I never asked myself that. Because people come to me all the time. They say they don't know the difference. Sometimes they think it's intuition and they think it's telling them something. And yet their brain comes up with all these reasons and fears, perhaps, or limiting beliefs that keep them from doing it. Mm -hmm. Right? And they talk themselves out of it. So which is it? So hopefully tonight you're going to get a little more perspective on that. Uh, and for me, your intuition is always right. That's what I live by. Oh, I'm seeing some new people. Thank you. Hi, Robert. Hi, Amanda. Get to see your faces. It's awesome. Um, yeah, so those of you who have a right issue, you know who you are out there. Meaning that everything, yeah, <laughs> Robert raises his hand. You know, so it's not about always being right, but your intuition in my world is always right. You can always trust that part. You know, science, this is a science thing, too. Let me give you a little bit of science. Uh, the science behind intuition, intuition is not just a mystical concept, okay? There's actually a scientific explanation for why it exists. Do you want to know what that is? Our brain processes information in two ways, consciously, as you know, and subconsciously. And our conscious mind deals with that logic, rational thinking, while our subconscious mind deals with emotions, my favorite thing, memories and sensory input. So intuition is the result of the subconscious mind processing information and sending signals to the conscious mind, which we experience as a feeling or a sense. So They've tapped into that with quantum physics about how to measure all of that. But for me, it's the it's the right brain. It's that female part of us uh, that we all have male and female parts of us. OK, and our right brain or that female side of us, perhaps uh, that's that emotional aspect. That's the emotional aspect of ourselves. And it's always right. It's the receiving part. It's the emotional part. So if we just would listen and act on our intuition, how many times have you said, you know, you knew something was wrong and you just kind of went through with it anyway? Mm -hmm. And you knew it. You knew you shouldn't have done it, right? Or maybe you knew you should have done it and you didn't. You didn't act on it. I know that I was supposed to do that, but I didn't act on it. So sometimes if you don't follow your intuition, and I guess many of you have done that before because you're all nodding, right? Maybe you didn't follow your intuition and you beat yourself up. 
shoulda, woulda, coulda, feeling guilty about it. So doing that may or may not serve you if you start feeling guilty about not following your intuition. So if you analyze a lot, you know who you are and you try to make decisions a lot and you try to intellectualize it, sometimes you can have a lot of fear come up around it. So how do you know if it's intuition or fear? How do you discern? So I ask myself that question all the time about trusting my intuition. Like for instance, a lot of times, and I'll throw this out to you guys, and maybe you do this, maybe you don't. But a lot of times when I go on a trip, I, I think about everything that I need to pack. And I think, okay, just in case I'll take this, and just in case I'll take that, just in case I might need that. So is that my intuition kind of saying, hmm, something might, I might need this for something, so I'm going to take it. Or am I creating the need by thinking I need to take it? Mm. I mean, I've always, I just have something for me to chew on. I don't know if you do that or not, but I always thought, am I creating the need for this because I took it? Or is there really a reason why I took it? Was I, was it my intuition or was it my fear that I'm not going to have something if I need it? Have oh. you ever done that? How often do you drink? How often do you take far too much? How often what? Do you take too much on the trips? Never. Always. <laughs> really? Always. Always. But I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm trying, but that's just, I always think about that. I think, is that my intuition or my? So the question would be being as powerful as we are, are we creating something by thinking? that we need something for future or is that our intuition actually saying you're going to need that so i've always been in the inquiry of that i don't have an answer but for me it's all about your gut and your head okay so if you feel a tingle in your gut which somebody somebody's you know i think bob said it's your gut right? It's your gut instinct. It, that's why they call it that. It's your gut instinct. It's your intuition. If you get a knowing in your body and feel it in your gut and it tingles, in my world, I trust that that's something that's telling me something, that that is my intuition. It's asking you to trust that feeling from that feeling place, not a knowing place, meaning, you know, trying to figure it out. So if you know something, it could be all in your head. I know, let me figure out if this is a good idea or not a good, if I should do this, if I should do this. So if you start talking yourself out of it and thinking, well, I don't know, I don't know if it's right. It, it's going to bring up reasons, isn't it? Why you shouldn't do it or why you should do it. You start thinking about all the reasons. <clears throat> is that true? Uh, yeah. For me, if I'm going on a trip, I might not need something, but I might take it because I want to feel comfortable in my quiet time. That sounds, if it's working for you, that's great, honey. Yes. That's great. The question is, is that intuition or is that just something that you choose to have, right? Yeah. So that's a good, yeah. that's a good, good thing to have, I guess. Um, but if you start bringing up reasons why you shouldn't do something, maybe, and you go into that whole diatribe with your left brain, start, you know, taking over and it says, I'm not supposed to do this. I am supposed to do this. Sometimes you start thinking about things logically. To me, that's not necessarily your intuition. And that can bring up a lot of indecisiveness. Mm -hmm. So intuition is really your ability to remember what i said before it's really your ability to understand something immediately without needing a conscious reasoning so if you start adding in that conscious thought about it and yes or no then now you're out of the intuitive side so let me give you a distinction perhaps between does that make sense yes robert okay so I have to trust my subconscious, but it's sub, it's below my consciousness. 
but the stuff you said it's sub subconscious oh, sub. or yes. unconscious yes that i mean and i understand there's a skill that you have developed and i respect very much but i'm here for me myself and i you know what tricks what you know patterns what habits what skills do i develop and that's why i'm here on this call right you know to do, i mean and i'm listening because you want me to trust my subconscious yes and so more than my than my consciousness well it's not about let me just back up a minute and i'm going to give you <laughs> tools you know me i'm going to give you some tools and how to develop this trust i'm all ears and how to develop the intuitive side for sure and of course you can come to higher vibes and really okay <laughs> we, we, we'll talk talk. we'll talk more yes but my point is uh let me just say that it's not i'm not saying you have to trust what your subconscious how do you know your what your subconscious is you know it, until it becomes a conscious thought right right so if i'm not saying just blindly necessarily trust what your subconscious is in that it does come to a level of conscious thought, but it, there's no reasoning behind it. In other words, there's a feeling. There's a feeling that you have that gut tingle. And again, the best way that I describe it or that I can share with you is if it's a tingle in your gut, that's your intuition. If it's in your head and you're thinking it through, that is not necessarily intuition. And what I'm saying is that your intuition in my world is always right. Okay. So your gut can be a subconscious be it's a feeling. Okay. So let me explain it a little bit more about choice and decisions. Can I help? Maybe that'll be helpful. Is that okay? Yeah. Okay. All right. Tell me if you can relate with this, okay? A decision is when you decide. D means divide. You decide. So the D means divide. And side means kill off. This is the entomology of the word, right? Side means kill off. So basically the origin is you're killing off and dividing. You kill the ones you don't want. And you let these go and you think it through and it's very logical. So for instance, I don't like vanilla ice cream. So I'm going to kill that off. And I'm going to get chocolate ice cream and that's my decision. Make sense? Okay. That requires thought. Now, what's a choice? A choice is you just feel like it. I just want chocolate ice cream. Why? Because I want it. I feel like it. I don't have to give you reason. I just want to feel like it. So it's more of that feeling place. There's no reasoning going on in the intuitive side in a choice. So just kind of how you make decisions, you can make choices. There's a difference. And where does your intuition play in that? Does that, does it, you, you see the distinction in the choice and decide? and divide rather shoot decision you see the difference between choice and decision it gets muddy okay well again it goes for me intuition has no form it's a feeling it's a tingle so let me ask you the question that many of you might be asking yourself is do you trust the message okay all right all right i understand that it's my feeling but do I trust that feeling? You know, do you trust the message? Oh, I see what you're saying. Amanda says choice and decision gets muddy. Intuition is a solid yes. Okay. That makes sense for you. Yeah. It's a saw, so it's solid. Okay. So you trust the message and it boils down to you trust yourself. Do you trust your connection to whatever that is? Do you trust your connection? That's the other thing wherever you're getting that knowing. So we're gonna play with that a little bit. You're gonna, we're gonna let you, uh, we're gonna do a little bit of experience here in a minute, okay? So you can see, do you trust yourself or not? <laughs> and 
where is that coming from? All right. Uh, so if I get a knowing or a nudge, I call it my gut feeling. I feel a tingle and then I have a choice to act on it or not. Many times, probably you may have felt this way where you got a nudge. I should have called somebody, right? I needed to call that person and I didn't. Why didn't I trust my, my intuition? Well, you may have trusted it, but you didn't act on it. So maybe you do trust your intuition, but you just don't act on it. So you could ask yourself that, how can I discern that? So for me, the question is how can we discern our faults, our limiting fears? Because perhaps intuition can keep us safe or maybe we're making the right decision. And again, like I said, intuition in my world is never wrong. It's your spirit self. It's your inner knowing. If it's telling you not to do something, a good indicator will be that you will feel it in your gut. It's literally that mammalian brain. You're going to feel it in your gut. So let me, let me give you an example. Let's say you want to take a job. And Julia said she's she's trying to make a decision about career change, right? So let's say you give, let's say you try to take another job, right? And you have a decision to make. And let's say it's it's cross country. And you receive that call, and maybe it's your dream job. However, it's in California and you're in Atlanta. So you're gonna have to need to move. You have to need to move your family, you're gonna leave your friends. Although that job feeds your soul, maybe it's your dream job. And it allows you to truly make a difference in the world. So the cost of living difference, you know, comes up. You might be making less money. So what do you do? How do you decide? So first, my suggestion is you get quiet. So focus on your breathing. Let's do that. Let's just take a deep breath, everybody. Just take a deep breath. Breathing is good. You don't have to rush it. Emptying your mind. You can use your breath to empty your mind. Empty your mind of all thoughts. Clearly, you followed your intuition by, by showing up here tonight. Did you not have an intuition or a knowing just this is something you wanted to be a part of? And you took action. So kudos for that. And as you get still and you get centered around this, begin to think about that new job. Let's say that you're trying to figure that out. Breathing and quieting the mind, letting go of all your thoughts. That's letting go of that prefrontal cortex, all that beautiful brain work that we have. It's really coming inside and getting centered to think about the new job. So you could say this out loud. This new job is the highest good for all concerned. And how I always phrase that is, I choose the highest decision for all concerned. The highest good for all concerned. You can't go wrong doing that. So I always use those words. So I, I use that like when I'm doing affirmations or stating something, I'm trying to make a decision about something. I, I choose this or something better. I'm opening it to be better. So if you get that tingling sensation in your gut that your intuition is telling you, go ahead and move. Go ahead and do it. But you have to quiet your mind first. So again, if you've got a decision to make, you quiet your mind, take a deep breath, and you say whatever it is out loud, whatever the choice is, and you say, I choose for the highest good for all concerned. Moving to this California place is the highest good for all concerned. 
And then you listen and you feel your gut or not. So your mind begins to list. Here's the, here's the distinction for me. If your mind starts listing all the reasons why you shouldn't or should, leaving your friends and family, finding a place, all the data, that could bring up, it could bring up fear or reasons, reasoning that's making the decision, not your intuition. It could get in the way. Because if you think about it, fear rambles and it makes excuses. Doesn't it? But I could do this. But what if this happens? And it's not going to be. Now, for some of you, maybe that's true. Maybe it's not. But I understand that fear also is important. It keeps us safe as far as us trying to make decisions about is this going to keep us safe or not. So is, is it really that fear fears that limit you are you coming up with all the reasons why you should or shouldn't do it you can't do something and if you're doing that ask yourself why am i doing that why am i bringing up all these fears and things about why i should or shouldn't why so remember in fear there's three responses and this is important you have the fight flight or freeze you've all heard that probably maybe you either you either go into this reptilian part of our brain about am I in trouble am I going to get hurt so am I in fear or I'm in flight or am I freezing so you either run away from it or you freeze or you fight now that's bringing up fear about your decision. So do I need to make a decision one way or another? Is this really gonna hurt me? Is this person the right one for me? Is this relationship gonna work? Is this job, is this the move I need to make? So we may be perched on the edge of really something great, but we freeze. You don't take action. So this is actually the lowest rung really of the fear ladder you because it at least if you fight or run you're in motion you're actually in motion <laughs> so freezing is the lowest rung of that fear so if you're one of those people who freeze and you just don't take action because you're afraid of the unknown or you don't trust your intuition or you're not sure just know that if you stay stuck you're not moving and as long as you're not moving you're not making a mistake. And yeah, guess what? You might make a mistake. Something might happen. But what's happening is as long as you're participating, right? As long as you're stepping forward, as long as you're moving, you're creating and you're growing and you're making a difference in the world because you're learning. As long as you're moving, you have an effect in the world. So if you're those, that kind of person that stays stuck because you're not sure, take a step. What's the worst that could happen? Okay, yeah, it doesn't work. So what? Fail and fail again. You make a mistake. Fail and fail again. Remember, failure is the, uh, the only failure is the failure to participate. Those of you who've done Essence of Being, you know that. Some people flip a coin. Some people use different techniques. Some people do kinesiology, muscle testing, some use a pendulum, all these questions about doubt come up. What's, what's the right thing to do? But intuitive is an instant. It's an instant feeling. Okay. And so let's go in there and see if you trust your, uh, let's see. We can do this. All right. Before I ask you these questions, I just want to tell you one more thing about fear. How do we move through fear to make our dreams come true? How do you do it? Well, first, you have to really imagine what you want. First of all, picture it. Picture 
it set the intention of it already being there, experience the conviction. Many of you know how to do this or know I've said this to many of you to know that you can have it and that you deserve it. Whatever it is, you just need to claim it. So once you set your intention, that's the first step. Then focus on the outcome. And let's say you wanna have a loving and committed relationship. Now here's the kicker. While focusing on the outcome, you have to let go of the attachment. That's the kicker. You have to let go of the attachment of the outcome. So set the intention, focus on the outcome and then let it go. This is vitally important. If you have set the intention that you want a loving and committed relationship, but you're attached to the person being blonde, five foot 11, three and a quarter inches, has a tattoo of a snake and you got all your little list of everything you want, right? I mean, you may miss 10 other people who are ready to be in a loving and committed and possess the true qualities that you are looking for because you're so attached to it being a certain way, a certain outcome, a certain thing, a certain person. So letting go of that attachment is also trusting and trust and allow and don't ask how. In other words, you're letting, you set your intention, you get really clear, that's your first step, then you let it go. Let go of the outcome of how it gets to you and what it looks like. And for some of you, that's hard. It's letting go of the outcome. So you can be very focused on what you choose to have, but let go of the attachment because that or something greater will come. And the more you put your blinders on, the more you put your blinders and say, it's gotta be this way, you're eliminating every other possibility, all the other aspects of everything around you. This or something better. Does that make sense? Yeah. So by releasing that attachment and leaving you open and leaving the space for the right and perfect relationship, let's say a job or opportunity, it can come to you because you're leaving it open. So as you know, I like to say, if you want to be attached to something, be attached to the journey. The journey, not the outcome. So let's go in and see what your trust levels are and what your intuition might be telling you. So the first thing I want you to do, these are going to be, I'm going to give you three questions and these are yes and no questions. Okay. You can write these down or you just say them to yourself. And I want you to say it really quick. Don't think about it. Okay. First one is, do I trust God or the universe? Yes or no? The second one is, do I trust myself? Yes or no? And the third one is, can I trust myself to make clear decisions? Yes or no? And then this last part, I want you to do a stream of consciousness writing, which means you don't think about it. You just write down the first things that come up, okay? And you're going to finish the sentence for me. So it's not a yes or no. You just finish the sentence and write down the first thing that comes up. When I trust myself, it feels... Wonderful. <laughs> awesome. When I trust myself, it feels, see if you can identify how it feels. Just write down the first thing that comes up. Wonderful. Okay. So just notice, all right? 
Notice if you said, for instance, uh, that you trust God or the universe. Yes, but you don't trust you. Or vice versa. So if you have opposites, like one is a yes and one is a no, if you have a lot of, if you have any kind of opposites, if it's not all aligned there, you could have a disconnect. There's a disconnect between you and the greater connection that you have access to. That could be why you said yes or no. So did some of you have disconnects? Yes? Okay. Some of you did, some of you didn't. So if you have a disconnect there, um, I'm just pointing that out. It really, what what's happening is, for some of you, you may not understand or realize that you're part of that great spirit. If you say, I trust God or the universe, but I don't trust myself, but you are part of that universe, right? You are part. You're part of that. And so sometimes we keep ourselves separate. We're different. We're not part of that collective or that connection or that spirit or that universal divine, whatever you want to call it, that source. So for those of you who have that disconnect, my suggestion is it's understanding, yes, that you're part of that, that you're not disconnected from that. And and may I suggest you get a faith lift? <laughs> <laughs> okay, F-A-I-T-H. Get a faith lift means just that. Say, wow, am I that powerful? Do I have a knowing? Can I trust that the information or the knowing that I have coming from me, coming from somewhere, it's part of me? I'm connected to that. So that's a challenge for those of you who have that disconnect. For those of you who put no, no on any of it. Okay. If it's all the same and it's no, 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 no. Uh, here's, here's your affirmation, my friends. I choose to trust. I choose to trust myself. I choose to trust now. I choose to trust my intuition. Or I choose to trust the universe. I mean, listen, many of us have been betrayed in our life. Yes. You even talked about it on the chat that sometimes you have doubts, you get betrayed, things happen. Failures happen and then you start doubting yourself or you get betrayed and the trust, trusting can be difficult at that time. So we start beating ourselves up thinking we shoulda, coulda, woulda, and we feel guilty. Maybe we didn't do what we were, you know, should have done. I should have trusted my intuition or Maybe, maybe it was that we didn't betray ourselves. Maybe other people betrayed us. Okay, so here's a little something that I've learned over the years. Is that if you start looking for evidence that you cannot trust, then you're going to find it. So my suggestion is to start looking for evidence that you can trust. And that you are trustworthy. And you can trust yourself. And by trusting yourself first, then what will happen is you're going to project that out. And you'll start attracting people to you that are also trustworthy. Because that's what you're projecting out. If you believe or understand how energy works, that's kind of how it works. So that's how you can discern learning how to trust again 
is to start, first of all, trusting yourself. Does somebody, can you mute yourself? I don't know who that is, but right. so this is the question. Are you trustworthy? Can you trust yourself? Can I trust my intuition? So let me give you some tools on how to trust yourself and intuition a little bit. Some people use kinesiology and I love that one. If I'm in a decision-making process, I don't know what's, what's maybe the right way to go. Kinesiology is muscle testing. And one of the best ways you can muscle test yourself, oh, there's a lot of ways you can do it, but what, how I like to do myself is you can stand by yourself with your feet planted um, right below your hips and don't lock your knees and let your arms down by your side and you close your eyes and you take a deep breath and you make a statement. It might be something like, it's in the highest and best interest for all concerned that I get this job or that I move this, move to this new location or this, this person is the highest and best for me. And you make it as a statement. Don't ask the question, you make a statement. And you take a deep breath keep your eyes closed and your body is very smart. So your body will move forward or it'll move backwards after you make the statement. So if your body moves forward, that's a yes. If your body moves backward, that's a no. question yep i was not quite clear do you do it first as a question no you just do it as a statement right okay right so you don't stand there and say uh should i anything you make it a statement so if the question is um getting a new job or, okay or moving like the other thing i said before you stand there and you close your eyes, you take a deep breath and you say it best serves to move to California for this new job. Or you can say it best serves the highest good for all concerned for me to move to California for this new job. And then your body will move forward or back. And that's a kind that's one way. There's so many different ways of self um, muscle testing, but that's one way that works for me. Another one people do like this with their fingers and push down. And if it goes all the way down, like if you take your finger and one on top of each other, like this, you say it best serves for me to move to California. No, it best serves the highest good for me to move to California. Yes, no, you know, so if it's strong, it's a yes. If it's weak, it's a no. Some people can do it that way. Practitioners use this all the time, right? With chiropractors and all kinds of things for, for naturopaths and those types of things. Because your body's very intelligent. Listen, I buy property with this. When I'm in that, when I am at that point where I'm at self-doubt, and maybe I just really my intuition says, let me just test my intuition and see if it's <laughs> let me just test it and see if it's right, you know. Trusting my feelings, trusting my gut. And sometimes I'll ask, I'll do muscle testing about it. But you can't go wrong saying the highest good for all concerned. And you make that statement. So what I want you to do is think of somebody right now. Just think of somebody in your life that you really, really trust. Somebody that didn't let you down very much or at all. Hmm. 
And just notice, just notice if you can't think of anybody. But I want you to try to think of somebody, some somebody, and it could be God, right? Or universe or spirit. But think of something or somebody that you feel like has, that you can trust. They didn't let you down. What do you feel and appreciate about them? Just close your eyes. Take a deep breath. You can write it down if you want after you finish. What did you appreciate about them? Just imagine them and what do you appreciate? Why do you trust them? Okay. Now open your eyes and whoever that person is, whatever you're feeling about it and whatever you either wrote down or thought about, but put yourself there, put your name. You can put the person's name or the energy's name or whatever and put your name there. This is the feeling. This is the feeling place that I love and that I admire, that I appreciate about me. So whatever feeling you had that you wrote down or felt, put yourself in that space. I appreciate all these things about me. And guess what? The more you start doing that, trusting you more and more, that you're very, very powerful. And the more you start trusting you and appreciating you, you're going to attract more and more people like that, more people that are trustworthy. Because again, we project our energy out. We project our vibrations. Our energy has vibrations. Our thoughts have vibration. They've proven this in quantum physics. So can whoever's making that noise, can you mute yourself, please? Thank you. So the other part of this is to remember that you're operating. If you have a lot of drama in your life, okay? If you have a lot of drama and your trust level is down and your drama is up, that means you're operating in a zero sum game. Nobody's winning. Nobody wins. So if you've lost trust in your life, trust in your intuition, trust in yourself, trust in others, you're going to be playing a zero sum game. Nobody wins. So how do you gain trust again for yourself or for others? You make small agreements. That's the easiest thing to do is to make small agreements with those people or with yourself and keep them. So if someone has lost trust in you, make small agreements and keep them. If you've lost trust in somebody else and you ask them, you say, hey, I need, in order for me to gain your trust back, I, I need you to make these agreements and keep them. So look for the evidence that you can do this, that you can trust yourself again. Because if we've had evidence in our life that we really have lost faith, I mean, we really can lose faith pretty, pretty easily if we have a lot of reasons right? That we've had, we have a lot of evidence that we can't trust people or that we can't trust ourselves or trust God. Or... And that's the faith lift. And here's the thing I want to remind us all that we trust every day. Did you know that? So you, you trust, you trust, trust strangers, don't you? Yes, you do. You know how? Don't don't be doing this. You trust strangers. You I trust, trust strangers. myself. Okay, here's the thing. Let me give you an example of how we trust others. If you've lost faith in others or trusting others, okay? You trust uh, the pilot when you get in an airplane, don't you? When you get in the car... When you drive a car and you're on the highway, do you trust that everybody's going to follow the red lights and follow the 
lines. They're kind of like somewhat trusting that people are in their lanes and they're going to follow the, the rules. You unconsciously trust and you don't even think about it. Or how about when you go into a grocery store? Do you think there's going to be food there? You're trusting all the time. So be mindful and look. For, I mean, those all might be silly little examples. But be mindful and look for all the ways in your life where you do trust strangers and you do trust other people. As minimal as it might feel, okay? And you build on that. You go, well, yeah, I do kind of trust that. I do put myself in that position of trusting. I'm trusting my intuition enough to know that I'm going to be safe or I wouldn't be here. Do you trust yourself to wake up in the morning? Do you trust your heart to beat? Do you trust that when you turn on the lights, you're going to have electricity? Unless you haven't paid your power bill. Right? I love that power bill. Your power. Trust in your power. Do you trust that you can put on your own clothes? In other words, I'm trying to give you examples of everyday things of how you can build on trust. Build on trusting others. Build on trusting yourself. That you know the right way to go. Whatever the right way is for you. And so what if you make a mistake? The thing I want us to remember is that we're all at choice. Even when it feels like we're not. So maybe we've had bad relationships or situations. And maybe we beat ourselves up about it. Maybe we should have followed our intuition. And remember what happens when you feel guilty. Everybody, anybody that have taken Essence of Being classes, you know? What happens when you feel guilty? It demands what? Punishment. Punishment. Yeah. So guilt demands punishment. So if you're feeling guilty about any decision that you've made or that you would have, could have, should have, or that you haven't followed your intuition and you're feeling guilty, then you're vibrating guilt and you will attract punishment either by people punishing you or self-sabotage. You start beating yourself up more and you self-sabotage, you punish yourself. The opposite of guilt is what? Freedom. Innocence. Innocent. Indeed. 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 Innocence and freedom. There's freedom and innocence for sure. And for some people, innocence is a tough word. They don't even understand what it feels like. So just hang out with some kids and some dogs. They give you the essence of innocence or cats. Well, animals do. And guess what? You're still that kid. You're still that kid inside. So cut yourself some slack, okay? Because fear can paralyze you. You have to train yourself. It's like riding a bike. Train yourself. When you get a nudge, act on it. Just act on it. And the more you do that, the more you start trusting yourself and trusting that it is intuition. When you feel a nudge in your tummy and you feel that tickle, do it. So I'm going to do one little exercise here and let you play with this. I want you to imagine yourself when you were 10 years old. Ish. And you can close your eyes or you can go back and listen to this if you want and do it later. But travel back in time and imagine yourself at 10 years old. Mm -hmm. Really immerse yourself in it. Where did you live? Can you see your house or your apartment or the street? Walk through the rooms in your childhood home. Or what did your bedroom look like? 
what was your favorite color in the Crayola crayon pack? If you had Green. crayons, what was your favorite color? What was your favorite toy? <clears throat> I want you to recall the scent or the smell of Play-Doh. Do you remember what that smells like? What were your favorite foods? Did you have any friends? So these memories, these feelings that you're feeling right now, putting yourself back at when you were 10-ish, have fun with this exercise because that could be probably the last time you trusted your instincts and trusted yourself. You didn't listen to the opinions of others necessarily. You were forming who you, who you are, your authentic self. So once upon a time, you did trust your intuition. Once upon a time, you didn't second guess yourself. And it can be that way again. So one of the things I want to remind us all is accept that you are creating a work of art called you, okay? By making big and little choices. You make choices every day. Do you make choices by playing it safe or do you risk? Is there something you'd like to do that's different? And each time you experience the new, you become open and receptive to being inspired and to be an inspiration. Each time you try something different, you let the universe know that you're listening. Trust your intuition, trust your instincts, because these yearnings that you might have are blessings. Believe that your yearnings are blessings, okay? Respect your creative urges. If you're willing to step out in faith and take a leap in the dark, you'll discover that your choices are as authentic as you are, my friends. And sometimes disorder and discontent in our lives, they're signs of new energy, of hope, not despair. So I hope that, I mean, we can call that process, if you want, divine uh, discontent. <laughs> It's that grit in the, in the oyster, right? Before the pearl creates. It's, uh, it's that creative second chance. We're finally owning our lives. We're spinning straw into gold. So ask for it, claim it, so be it. Birds. So you make a mistake, so what? Oh my God. Yes. Did somebody say something? Yes. Yeah, this is Rose. Hi, Bird. Hi, Rose. So I've got an example, if you want one. Sure. Give okay. it to us real quick. What you got? All right. Uh, before COVID, you, had recall, you might recall that I had signed up for Essence of Being, and then we it all had to be canceled and there was never a right time never a right time there was something that came up about a year and a half ago yeah. when you and i spoke and you knew i should have gone and i was torn because of other people in my life who uh, were keeping me from feeling that i was i could trust my own instinct in my own intuition then i felt like oh i i missed it i missed the boat so this time i thought i've got to do it this again when the next one comes up 
So you've got one coming up next month. And I knew, I said, I'm supposed to go to that. Well, it was very hard to know what to do because I have been the primary caregiver for my father, who you might, I think you remember, who was 98. Well, I thought, how am I going to do this? I really can't leave him. But God, to me, it was God saying, no, this is going to work out. You need to go. And so I am on my way back just now from Miami, from my dad's funeral. So, uh, which, you know, he had a great life. So I've been listening in the car, driving, and knowing, I know in my heart, I, I, I had no idea whether I could go or not, but I knew I was supposed to go. It was that gut thinking, somehow it's gonna work out. I have no clue, Some who, who else, nobody else can take care of him but me here. So I know that that's kind of a strange one, but God knew that it was his time and that I was going to be available. So I just trusted and um, I will be seeing you in a couple of weeks. I suppose. Wow, Rose. Wow, honey. Thank you so much that's for sharing that. Oh my gosh. And our heart is my, our hearts are with you. And I've, I have been thinking about you a lot actually and so it is perfect timing obviously yeah. yeah thank you for being on the call and sharing that because yeah that is um and I had accepted in my heart yeah and yeah. I knew I was supposed to go when like two months yeah. ago well right. he was fine he he was I mean he was doing pretty good and then all of a sudden he went down and yeah, um really, you know uh, it was like oh this is why yeah God had already known that this was going to happen. You know, I'm the really, universe has its way. I'm really heartfelt uh, with feeling you and, and our heart goes out to you as far as him going through the veil. And of course, now you have, wow, what a great guide on the other side uh, mm -hmm. now. And thank oh, yeah. you for sharing that. And definitely we will support you in whatever needs to happen next right so i'm yeah. glad to hear now that you're it's going to be my life yes yes and i have no idea what it's going to be but <laughs> so all of you come join rose march 24th through the 26th in atlanta we're doing essence of being uh march 24th through the 26th and i i'm i'm thrilled that you're going to be there and malcolm malcolm is there anything that you want to share honey about any of this before i close out uh, just that if you have any more questions, I'd love to have the experience of talking with you. Awesome. You're going to, all of you that are on the call and that registered, you're going to be getting an email with uh, an opportunity for free just to connect uh, for 30 minutes uh, on a, just a strategy connection call about more about trusting your intuition and or anything that's coming up for you. Uh, with Malcolm, but also just look out for your emails and definitely join us and play with us March 24th through the 26th. It's our first essence of being this year and it's going to be in Atlanta and would love all of you to come play and support and be there and connect. And um, the other thing is I am doing Shamanasta this Saturday for those of you who have no idea what any of that is. Here is uh, the links to all of that. And that's this Saturday. And I put it in the chat. I put the links in for you to go check it out. And just to summarize all the tools tonight, or some of the highlights for tools, use that affirmation. I choose to trust. And pray for the highest good for all concerned. If you don't pray, meditate for it. Ask for it. Whatever it is. Say, I, uh, and when you do kinesiology or muscle testing, make that statement. If you're still in doubt, you're not sure, okay, you can do that and you say this or something better and use the phrase highest good for all concerned, okay, because you can't go wrong with that. All right. Anybody else have anything else they want to share before we go on? The next month, by the way, I'll be uh, March 15th is the next power call and it's going to be on managing your energy. Okay. 
And definitely look at essenceofbeing.com, everybody. Look at the schedule of events. Come to Italy with me in May. Uh, we're doing a spiritual retreat. Uh, look through there. All of the shamanasi things and the essence of being and higher vibes and all the stuff we got going on. So check out the schedule of events. And I want to see you in person and get my hands on you. All right. All right. So have a good night tonight, anybody? Yeah, I was just going to say, it, Italy was fun last year. I loved it. I don't know if I'm going to be able to go this year, but uh, thank you, and I'm glad you guys are doing it again. Yep. Thank you, Robert. Yeah, we had a blast. We'll have more. So I love all hey, of you. Thank you. Hey, Birch. Yep. All right. Oh, hey, I had a question. Um, For the retreat um, that you do out there, do you guys – have any where you experiment with, uh, not experiment, because obviously you're, a, you're an expert, but where you do any sort of plant medicine? Medicine? We don't do plant medicine as uh, on this particular trip in Italy. Okay. Are there any ones that you do? <laughs> we'll talk offline about that. Okay. You got it. Uh, we'll talk offline about that. But definitely join me Saturday for Shamanasta, you guys, if you choose to, and come play with me there and ask questions, and we will... Um, Call again and talk again. Thank uh, you for joining thank us. You. Nice to see Good you. Job, Bert. Thank you. Thanks, you got Bert. it. You got the power. Trust, trust, trust. Trust your intuition. Thank you, Julie. I love all your comments. It's awesome. Thank you. Come play with me. Bye, Bob. Bye, Arlene. Bye, Joy. Bye, Mary. Bye, 954.